Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Kaz. You are listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Stay tuned for the next hour as friends have fun sharing many insightful gems which will allow you to realize and value that we are all unique. Yes, we are all unique. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Hello, Cassie. Hi, Karen. How are you? Good, thank you. Oh, that's good. Um, that's funny. I, I'm sort of having fun with this today because I can sort of hear you and I sort of can't. I know we're in a different studio and... Mm. Anyway. It's challenging. But change is right. good. So today, what's our theme? Our theme today is radical acceptance. I know. And radical acceptance is about being aware. Notice my feelings, my body sensations and my thoughts. Then you accept them with kindness, without judgment, without trying to get rid of them. And then you have compassion. I'm glad you told me that because my first question was... Well, that's just one in exactly. Well, that's one interpretation. But of course, when we introduce Susie, who's our beautiful guest in the studio today, then we'll ask her because she's chosen the topic, which is really interesting. Excellent. So we may might now welcome Susie, Susie Petrosi, or Petrosi. Which way? Petrosi. Petrosi is fine. Petrosi. Yeah. (laughs) Well, (laughs) she's a wellness psychologist. A woman's empowerment coach and a director of the award-winning Petrosi Wellness Centre. She's dedicated to empowering professional women who are at a crossroads in their lives to get clear on what they truly want, to expand what is possible for them and to help them realise their goals and vision. She's also a mum to two gorgeous girls. They're very spirited, obviously, with a mum like you, and they keep her accountable for showing up fully every day. They've also been her most influential teachers thus far. And Susie's motto would be, never forget to add love into the mix of life. Welcome, Susie. <laughs> Welcome, Susie. Ladies, thank you so much for having me here. It's it's just been such a nice journey coming up here because I live in the, in the West and you know what's funny? It's just like I was transported somewhere that this is about me, my journey, and coming here just helped me to remember that part of me, which is, you know, which is what I help other women do because mm. I need to I need to live that truth. So I'm really grateful for the opportunity because even you know, without us even having the interview, I've already kind of just had some time to myself. So thank yeah. you. And yeah, we don't actually the, have an interview. We just have conversations. I love yeah, we it. don't like to call it an interview because yeah. we don't really have any questions. We just have a little bit of a conversation as if we're in the coffee shop, you know, just chilling. Beautiful. And Beautiful. Susie and I met only last week mm-hmm. and we instantly hit it off and I said, oh, you have to come on our radio show. Please come. And she said, sure. I love driving to the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> Any opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love how, Karen, I love, I love how we met. Yeah. You know, I think it was the second day of the Women in Leadership Conference and what was interesting on the second day we were maybe one of three women, I would say. I'm trying to think what I wore, but I'm pretty sure on that day that wore colour. Yes. 
Yeah, one oh, of three women. It was a corporate event, clearly. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. 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 Women's in leadership event. Yeah. It's yes. funny how women just want to wear black for feeling that it's, I don't know, it gives off a masculine, mm. powerful sort of, yeah, image. But there's other colours that can do that. And But I don't know if if that if that needs to happen though no. because it takes away from our essence. It exactly. takes away from you know who who that woman is as an individual maybe for some women that put yeah. black is great but i don't th- you know i was interesting that, that room you noticed that, thought, that that most no. of the entire congregation let's call yeah, them were, were not in colorful clothing yeah black gray and so on yeah so, and, it and can i so actually, affect your mood too it's not only that i because i was in corporate and i firmly believe that the corporate place can be a very dark place and it does take the color out of your life Interesting, yeah. Not even yeah. from what you wear, but from the way you view things and everything. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Karen and Kaz, I had that experience because having come from mental health, you know, I always like to wear nice things that bring out that bring out who I am. Yeah. But when I was in mental health, I had this thing that I was worried about that it would, you know, that will bring out almost, if you will, too much too much out of me it's yes, really interesting that makes sense yeah and so and so it wasn't until I left the service after eight years that I really then you know found my unique style and just expressed myself truly but there's some parallel between what you're saying yes. and also between my experience in mental mm, health I mean yes. it's that what is it institution kind of yes. becoming institutionalized yes yeah. so did you feel as a psychologist right you were a psychologist mm, or you mm, still are mm. um did you feel that you had to dress a certain way to be the perceived psychologist to, to the fit world? the mold or yeah. fit yes. the name? Do you mm. know what's really funny? Thinking back, I dressed older than I was, whereas now I dress younger than what I am. I can understand that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is Probably. that because of trying to get the approval of peers or? Perhaps. Or the experience, yeah. like, look or something. I don't know. You know to fit in I, with the I, older I honestly group. don't think it was a conscious thing. It was that part of my life. This was early, mid-20s where I, um, you know, I, I was even in a relationship with somebody who was much older than me. I think I just took on way too much responsibility, way too much responsibility, and that was reflected in how, how I dressed. Even as a child growing up, I think I was given a lot of responsibility, hence going into that profession, you know, the helping yep. profession. And then after I had kids, you know, what do children do to you? They they, they, they bring the inner child out of you. Yes, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, so it's been a journey over the past six years since I've had my older one in terms of just going, well, that, that's not me anymore, you know. it's and, and that was progressive. It wasn't sudden. It wasn't mm. overnight. Um, so, yeah, to go back and answer your question, it was – I definitely saw that parallel and – you know, yeah, mm. interesting. Yeah. Well, we haven't even asked you your version of radical um, acceptance, acceptance, but yes. we are going to go to our first song, Cassie, which just happens to be called. Oh, I love the way you find these songs, "Radical Acceptance" by <laughs> Rabbit Junk. Never heard of them. No, before. neither had I. I had Sounds to look up awesome. who they well, were. Well, I'm interested to hear the lyrics. So, enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. So that was an interesting song, wasn't it? Wasn't it it just? Yeah. (laughs) I know. But anyway, 
as you were saying in, about the song, tell us about it. I was saying, even though I picked it, yeah, I was saying it reminded me, it took me back to my teenage years when I used to listen more to, you know, bands like the Pishmo, the Cure, Clash. Um, You're obviously a lot younger. I was than about us. to say the same thing. Yeah, I've yeah. been into Pishmo, but not the others. And just the instrumentals, it's it's almost like just out, you know, just. I don't know, release it, let it out. Just, you know, that kind of music can do that to you when you need something that intense, mm. when you need to break through the chains, which is why, interestingly, working with adolescents, you see that, you know, you see them, um, some, you know, going to that kind of genre just to break out of the chains. Saying working with adolescents, is music a part of what, like, do you use music as a way of helping them? Um, or you, connecting to them. Yeah, yeah. I where so this is interesting. When I work community mental health, we didn't because you know I didn't have my iPhone then. That was back in two thousand and six. But now I do incorporate music. You know, because it speaks to so many people in yeah. so many different ways. Like with re, in releasing things. Yeah, music moves. Yeah, you know, mm. it moves things. So I, if I was to work with adolescents now, absolutely. In yeah. fact, I would probably use more music than do than do the talking. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that makes so much sense. Yeah, so radical does. acceptance. Mm. Tell us what your version of it is. You know, I, I chose that as a theme for our chat today, for our conversation, because it's something that I've been learning about ever since my days in psychology, particularly since learning this this particular model called dialectical behaviour therapy, which is which was, you know, developed by Marsha Linehan. And one of the, one of the proponents of that, of that um, therapy is this radical acceptance that you, that you teach to clients, particularly, you know, clients who are maybe diagnosed with personality disorders and so on. But I, you know, I found it really hard to work in that field because it was so judgmental. And to me, radical acceptance is all about just like really radically accepting things as they are. And when I talk to clients about how do you do that, it's like, you know, accepting that what happened during the Nazi, Nazi yeah. regime was horrendous. And I'd say to them, wouldn't you agree it was horrendous? Yep. Okay. So there's no ifs or buts about yep. that. But do you accept that it happened? Yes. Because a lot of people mm. don't. Okay. Because there is a theory that some people reckon it never happened. Well, that's, you I know, know, that's like... Exactly. Stretching my mind now. Exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. So you know, thinking about what happened to people then, thinking about what people were exposed yeah, to. exposed to, what they had mm. to go through, the torture, all that kind of stuff. So accepting that. Okay. Radical acceptance isn't about agreeing with things. That you know that you know I don't agree with the fact that you know my boss did or said that to me. Okay. Mm-hmm. But do you accept that this is the situation as is now and? You know, I've had to learn different layers of radical acceptance that we grow into in embody radical acceptance and so which is why I chose it. But to me the most most important thing is accepting things as they are, accepting people as they are, because until we do that, we can't allow space for things to evolve into what they really need to or mm. to blossom into what they need yes. to. It's like one of the things that I say to myself, clients, you know, my kids, not accepting something, it's like trying to push something away. And 
in doing so, you use up so much energy. Yeah. 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 And it's going to keep coming at you anyway. Okay. Right. And so, and so, and you're looking at it, you're focusing on it. And so, and there's all this other space here and, you know, the potential to use that energy for creating mm-hmm. what you want in your life. Yep. Right. Right. Clerk Seven is saying, okay, you know, letting go, moving your arm and going, okay, there's this stuff, whatever yep. <laughs> I say, crap, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's hit the fan. So what can you do about it? What are the small steps? Just to me, radical acceptance is about the first steps in being able to move forward from somewhere. Yep. It's probably one of the hardest things, mm. but it's one of the most empowering things. And it, it is that ability to be able to not judge something, but just to accept that, well, you know, today I was meant to meet with a friend and she didn't turn up. So instead of going about, how dare, you know, how dare she not, why didn't she tell me? Why didn't she call me? How, how dare she do that? And start to judge the situation mm. or get caught up in the intensity of that, which then impacts the rest of our day. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 It's about kind of being curious and open-minded. I'm curious about this. Hmm. wonder what happened. Yes. Yeah. I like that. I wonder what happened, you yeah. know. I yeah. wonder, and, and even to take it to the next level, I wonder what's the opportunity as a result of this situation yeah. that's happened right now. I'm here now. for a reason. Mm-hmm. It may not be to meet her, but something else is going to happen. And, you know, that's very immediate in my in my mind because that happened to me recently. Oh, okay. I was meant to meet with a client for lunch, came there. I had this feeling that I should have texted, but something said to me, don't, just go. Mm-hmm. And so I went there and we were meant to meet at midday. It's 10 past 12. No. Nah, she's not showing up quarter past 12 she's not showing up 20 past 12 no so I text and she's not responding then she calls me and says I'm so sorry I totally forgot Mm -hmm. and you know what I just knew that's how it was meant to be Mm. yes I would I would have otherwise stayed at home on my computer you know just sat there not done anything and I had this beautiful moment to engage with this waiter this uh, Nepalese waiter who wrote wrote poems. Aren't they calming people? Very calming. Yes. We engage on such a deep level. I had tears in my eyes just speaking to him. Oh, beautiful. And our, our ending conversation was, it's all about love, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. And just that moment is worth, that moment is magical. You can't put a price to that. No, yeah. exactly. Something opened up for me as a result of that, Yeah. So it's about accepting that that's what happened. She forgot. She was profusely apologetic, but it wasn't, that's not what I chose to focus on. Yes. Yeah, it's on like you. what you were saying, Karen. It's yeah. about, you know, there's a reason for that. Yes. And let's, let's yeah. wait and mm. allow the reason to come in exactly. and reveal itself. Yeah. Or as we always say, if it's a perceived negative, just look for the lesson. Because mm. there is a lesson. Mm. And the sooner you get the lesson, it's less on you. Yeah. How cool is our language? I love that. How cool well, say that again. The, the so there's always a lesson. Yeah. And as soon as you get the lesson, listen, it's less on love that. you. Love that. I love that. I love I'm going to incorporate that one. I love our language because <laughs> Kaz and I love to break down words. Uh-huh. And the other day, and, I, and I'm really big on um, the things that I teach is, you know, together we make a difference. Mm. And I wrote together we make a difference. And then I went, oh, my God. And I, so I text uh-huh. Kaz and I went, to get her. And that's oh, the way together. you learn to spell it when you're a kid at school as well, actually. Yeah, but when you think about so it, right, because we don't get women. No. Women don't get women. and But when we get women, then everyone can come, come together. together. 
I love that. I know. And I was just That's like, beautiful. oh, my God. That's beautiful. Yes, because it is about women getting ourselves, but also because once women understand who they are, then the men can understand who mm. they are and then they can, un- and then they can be themselves. Because I think men oh, are, yeah. are as lost, if not more so, than women. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're in, a, in, a, in an interesting age, aren't we? We are. It's an exciting time. Okay. It's an age of awareness, actually. Mm. It mm. is. I think. Yes. So now we're going to go to our next song, which Susie has chosen. Mm. So, like Cassie, what's it called? It's scene? called Beneath Your Beautiful. Mm. As in Beneath Within Your Beautiful, I am assuming. Well, let's listen. Okay, and then we'll ask you. (laughs) Exactly. So enjoy, everybody. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches, 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. Check out our website at rnb.org.au. Wow, Susie, what a beautiful song. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Totally. When I when I heard that song for the first time, because it's obviously mainstream genre, yeah, I was just smooth. I just sat there. And, um, and it kind of relates to what we were saying, what you were saying about, you know, men and women and just the evolution that we're going through. Yes. And to me, that song is really representative of that because you can look at it as... You can, you know, you can really look at it in a shallow way and go, just take it off. Yeah. Which is clearly not about that. It's, it's about not about the clothes. It's about take the, off that mask. Take off the mask. Take yeah. off the shadow. Just be yourself. Step out. That's what I want to see in you, the men saying to the woman. And what were you saying? That as we take it off, then yes. we're going to help them as well and, and so on, vice versa. And we're going to help understand yes. ourselves better. Yes. It's quite, it's so many layers to it, but that's what songs do, don't mm, they? They mm. do. I always remember Marion Williams saying that as great as the feminine feminist movement was in the 60s and 70s it sort of didn't it sort of made hard women and soft men and mm. the men sort of are in that stage of well I want to be this person but if I am I get shot down and if I'm not I get shot down mm. and mm. it's and it's not easy mm. yeah. to to really stand in your in, in your shoes and and radically accept who you are. Yes. You know, accept who you are, no matter what your experience, no matter what you've been through, no matter, you know, what you, how you wake up feeling, what your thoughts are, and just accept all that and know that it's, it's where you are right now is... It, is is where you're meant to be. Where you're meant to be. Yeah. yeah. And it's a choice how you mm. react. You know, you, some person could say one thing and every single person would have a different reaction to it. Yeah. Which yeah. Which is interesting yeah. in itself. Yeah. So, Cassie, you want to talk to us about some of this radical acceptance? Well, we're just here we've got a few notes here about what radical acceptance is and what it is not. Yeah. So let's and give us a couple. And there's quite a few here, yeah, that, that I found interesting, which radical acceptance is not understanding why or why not. It's just about letting it go. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes I find that difficult. It's like I'm happy to let it go, but I want to understand why or why not beforehand. Does that make sense? Like, of course it does. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! Like we're we're human beings. We have we have an intellect which allows us to think and dissect things, but that can also be our problem. And I guess one of the things that I've certainly been learning in my own journey, which is funny enough that I you know teach my my clients, is in order to understand, in, in order to truly understand what we're, what we're going through, what happened, um, we need to 
you know, be be aware, yep. which is what we've talked about. We need to just radically accept, accept what's happened, mm-hmm. allow things to happen. Mm. Because out of that then comes clarity and yes. understanding. It can't happen yeah. before, particularly if we're in a state of overwhelm, mm. if we're anxious, if we're like all over the place. Or if we're in our ego or in and we've ego. taken it personally. Well, yeah. And so how can that deep, profound insight about something come from that place? It can't. No. Mm. 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 It's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Food for thought there. It is. <laughs> so what is it then, Kaz? You've said what it's not. Okay, well, it's about letting it go. That's what it is. Okay. But then there's a few other things here that I've got that radical acceptance is not being aggressive, passive, or passive-aggressive. Yeah, that's so an just one. describing the situation. Yeah, and that we can't control everything in our life. No. And accepting that... That's that we okay. can't control it. Yeah. And accepting it for what it is. Yeah. Well, there's so many things that happen in life that are outside our circle of influence anyway. So mm. the sooner you realise that, well, you can't do anything about that. Mm. So don't stress about it. I think one of the trickiest things with radical acceptance would be to remain emotionally unattached. Yes. To a so what's some good tips that? for our listeners to be able to do that? Okay, great. And I know that you... Amazing women will agree with me. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if we don't. Yeah, and it, but I just have a feeling. It's, yeah. It's, so whatever situation you're in, coming back to yourself, like because what happens is we, we leave our body. We literally, we're, we're not with ourselves. Coming back by, you know, by bringing your awareness into your body. And I often say to clients, bring it to your core, you know, where yep. your belly button yep. is. Stay yep. with that to really center yourself. And then just use your breath to, again, keep bringing yourself into yourself, into your situation, into the presence. Mm-hmm. So using your breathing, you know, and, and often one of the things I teach them is instead of just focusing on the breath, what I've noticed over the years from, you know, experimenting with different kind of breathing techniques from psychology to yoga is this simple one, which is breathing in through your nose and then breathing out through your mouth. Yeah. It's like there's, when we, when we consciously do that, it's like there's a greater sense of letting go, like a greater sense of, you know, relaxation. And it's like we switch on the central nervous system. Yeah. The parasympathetic mm. nervous system. Faster. Comes yeah. In. Comes in, you know, yeah, the breath totally. rate slows down and um, the heart yeah. rate and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going back to how do we remain emotionally unattached and being able to almost just watch, you know, when we're in that state of presence, when we bring our awareness, then we can watch, see the situation, what it is and be able to know how do I act in this situation? What is required? from instead of reacting. Mm. Yeah, actually call that breath like a conscious loving breath. So you're breathing the love into you and then your wisdom will come to you so that you do respond Mm. from love, not out of just reacting. Yeah, I I love that. That's really intentional. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's intentional. Yeah, and sometimes Mm. it's, you know, not that easy to do it and Mm. you sort of go, oh, I should have done that first. But mm. yeah, I think but, when you do that, there's a real flow. You feel a yes, know, feel you're a connected. Flow mm. as if there is there is nothing that's stopping. Mm. Yes. it's just a flow yes. that comes through. It mm. is, and it's like you know, breathe in white smoke, breathe out black, and you know, you I mean you just yeah. sort of feel that. Yeah, now I can respond. Yeah, because it's coming from love. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think we should fear. all take that breath. Can you imagine if we, we all started the day <laughs> with that practice? Well, yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? <laughs> but, but breathing is so important. We all, like, we have to breathe to live, but we yeah. don't breathe. We all shallow not, breathe. Yeah, not properly. Hold yeah, it. you just got to breathe it in and, and get your energy and get your love. Mm. It's amazing. Mm. Yes, and you were right. We agreed with you. <laughs> <laughs> Phew, on that one. Huh? <laughs> I knew he would. Well, now we're going to go to the third song, which is from our Australian artist. He's actually an Aboriginal. And you He's, can pronounce this one. Yeah. Well, the song's called... Wythenol, I hope that's how you pronounce it. It's W-I-Y-A-T-H-U-L. And his name is Jeffrey Gurumal Yanapingi or Yanapingu. Enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. Please like us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. That is such a beautiful song, isn't I it? I expected to hear some sort of Aboriginal, I don't know, instrument. Didgeridoo or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think, um, I mean, what, what always draws me to Jeffrey, I remember when I first heard it, I just thought what I was doing and I quickly went over just to have a look at his name because it was maybe on the radio station, I can't remember, digital radio station. That's great because the names come up, don't they? Yeah. Especially in your yeah. car. It's, it's like, who's that pressure yeah. button? It's, oh, it's so-and-so. <laughs> and when I, it's, for me it was more about his voice that really drew me and like listening to that song, I remember thinking, what does that do to me? And the words that come to me, and I don't know what that means in, in yep. the Aboriginal language, is come home, coming home. Oh, that's so beautiful. I don't know whether that's the translation, what it means, but that's what I feel. It's like a calling, calling back yes. to yes. your core, calling back to yourself. So what's interesting, you know, we were talking how Aboriginal um, music, Aboriginal instruments, um, you know, the traditional like didgeridoo and I don't know the whole range, but even the sticks, just yeah. the sticks. And I think the intention behind them, so powerful what it does, what it does to me. And one of the things that I wanted to share with you is my husband and I have been blessed to host a traditional healing, traditional healers from South Australia. So they come up to Sydney and they do, you know, they do clinics. Yep. And so what Johnny organised, my husband, because um, he's a chiropractor, so he ha- really has an interest in, um, in the healing yep. modalities, particularly in Aboriginal, he arranged for them to use our space because they need the space yep. to offer healing, particularly to you know their community, whether they're Aboriginal or not. And I remember standing once, I remember coming to work one day and Johnny said to me, the Nungarees, I think they call them traditional healers, Nungarees are here, go and have a look at the back, introduce yourself. And so, you know, our old practice, because we moved, was like a traditional, you know, federation kind of building. So I was walking through, went out to the back backyard and, you know, it was green and there was Debbie standing at the top. And I'm walking up and I'm feeling something. I, did, I couldn't even place the words in terms of what I was feeling. It's getting stronger, getting stronger. And I look at her and I say, hi, I'm Susie, John's wife. And then I just started getting teary. Oh, beautiful. I hugged her and I had like, I didn't know what that was. Mm. On the one hand, I know, but I don't know what that was. Mm. And I just got teary. So what I, you know, the reason that these songs draw me so strongly, especially since visiting, you know, Uluru, is that there's something 
that Australia offers. That's something that you know our our, our Aboriginal ancestors have and hold in terms of that ancient wisdom that yes. taps into me so strongly and it calls to me. Yes, yeah, beautiful, it's beautiful. Yeah. Kaz and I went to Uluru last what uh, last year and it was amazing. It was fabulous. And actually, when you're talking about the healers, I you may not you may remember Karen, but I bought a book on the Aboriginal yes. healers. It's a beautiful book, and it's it's. I don't know. If I think I've got you it. You might have yeah. it. Yeah, speak. It's white. Yeah, and it's on all the healers and, yes. and what they do yeah. in there and how you know they've. Um, it's been handed down by yeah. a generation. It's just fascinating. And how they become a healer. Yes, That's... and how they astral travel and oh, yeah. it's just. It's and really how they heal, and it's just oh, it's I could just sit there and read it forever. It's mm. so interesting, mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, all this stuff that's sort of coming to the forefront now, which they've yeah. had for thousands and thousands of years. I sort of say, well, we actually said that every white Australian should be made to go to Uluru and experience it mm. before. I guess before they become an adult. Yeah. It's sort of like a, you know, like a, a, what do they call it? You know, when you go from, you know, I guess from child into manhood or womanhood, just that sort of tradition of actually understanding the land. Yeah. And they they look after the land so beautifully. Not like us. We just sort of, sort of just. You know, I don't, I don't want to say rape and pillage, but, but you know what I mean. The respect uh, is yes. just not at that level. You know, when I went to Uluru, I, it's almost like it's not until you go to Uluru that you can really understand and appreciate to, to a greater level the rest of the country or even yeah. the city that yes. you live in. Yes. Would you agree with that? Yes, totally. I totally yeah. agree. Another interesting thing, I don't know if you know this, but I was when I was looking up Uluru when we were, you know, going, I think it was last year as well that we went. Um, apparently Uluru is is the solar chakra of of Earth. Oh, oh I didn't know that. I just got goosebumps. Here. Yeah, so we, that's true. That's yeah. a universal tick. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, started to read more around that and there's, you know, some of the other um, more um, – other, you know, world, I don't know if they're heritage places, um, you know, correspond to different chakras. Yep. Oh. I know there's one in California. I don't know if it's the uh, the heart or the which, which one it is or the sacral, but it's really fascinating. If you think yeah. about the world, if you think about, yeah. you know, the planet has its own energy, yeah, totally. meridian yes. lines that run through. So fascinating stuff. Wow. Wow. Mm. I'm going to have to go to another song. We're going to run out of time. We could talk to you all day. So this one is another one that Susie's chosen and it's I Am Woman by Mm. Helen Reddy, another Australian artist. So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. How hard not to sing I was, that song. Yeah, we were singing in the studio. And I have to say there wouldn't be many women probably over the ages of, say, 35, 40, that don't know every word to that song. <laughs> yeah. But you never hear of Helen Reddy nowadays, do you, really? No. You know what? I think there should be a remake of that song. Yes. Not, not. I mean, I yes. love the song as it is, but you know how they remake it. A, a cover yeah. version. Yeah, like, yeah. I think that would really take off. Yeah. Really yeah. take off. Katy Perry should do it because we I always just, love her I roar and I just all had a note sort of there things. and I was just I wrote there like you can't you cannot not sing that out song out loud but now before Katy Perry's roar that was the song mm. really that yeah. we would all sing mm. yeah I agree yeah so Susie 
If our listeners want to get in contact with you, you got a website that people can go to? Yeah, they can go to, it's Susie Petrozzi, S-U-Z-I-P-E-T-R-O-Z-Z-I.com um, or find me on Facebook and I'll yeah, you know, share cool. and interact with um, so your spelling of Susie. <laughs> I just went straight is, back to Susie. Contra, I know, Susie. Yeah, I know. It's okay. okay, so here's the thing. My full name is Susanna. Yep. Because my background's Serbian, so it's a Slavic derivative. Okay. And so when I was little, everyone used to call me Susie. Oh. And, but the way that they would spell it was S-U-Z-I. Yep. And so it just, it's me. Stuck. It's yes. not a Y, it's not an I-E, it's just how. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so, nice. I like yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Because there's not many that have it spelt that way. Yeah. There's yeah. a few out there, but yeah. Yeah. So it's, I think it's the Slavic way of spelling. So yeah. you were born in Australia though? Born in Australia, went overseas to Croatia. So All right. background, came back here at the age of 13. Oh. Yeah. So you, so you, um, so you're obviously, from, how old were you when you went to Croatia? I was four, and then we oh, came wow. back at the beginning of the war. I mean, we were yep. able to come back because we had citizenship. I was born here, so that was... That helped. That was, yeah, so it. grateful. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But do you go back at all? I went back in 2008, and my intention is to go back in August with the kids and take them back and visit the Croatian coastline and also um, Sicily because my husband's background, Hans Petrozzi, yep. is, um, his family's from that part of the world. So, so in the um, intro we were saying that you had two girls. I've got two little munchkins, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that they are the most influential teachers for you. Yeah, yeah. Tell us how. Huh. So both girls, so one's Lara... I think just with children, and this is what I've noticed, is they know and they really – children express what you suppress. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's like they have this radar of where things are at, you know, whether you're hiding something, whether it be on an emotional level or physical, and they reflect it back to you. And it's kind of like in your face if you're obviously aware of it and, yeah. and, you know, you're in tune with that. And so if there's things between, you know, my husband and I where we haven't, you know, discussed something, there's certain issues that, you know, for whatever reason we haven't had the time to talk about it, one of the girls will start to ramp up her behaviour and start to right. express the thing she that we have. There's not there's no balance Yeah, there. and so yeah. they're influential teachers to me in a way that they really keep me real and remind me to just be yourself, you know, teach me. You know, if I'm in a situation with them and I try and shush them, I realise, well, hang on, what what's that about? Why did I just shush them? What is it around that situation that's making me uncomfortable? Yes. Oh, what people would think. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I remember being in this um, restaurant, it was a Birkenhead Point, and... Lara was about maybe two. Amelia was just a little one. We were having lunch. Johnny was there. And Lara was, oh, she was sitting on the floor. Like maybe she had her legs straight out and she was just sitting upright. And there was this family over the other table with um, the grandfather. And he was looking at Lara. And all I saw was he shook his head. Yeah. And I remember, I remember that being such a big turning point for me in terms of, I will not take this on board anymore. No, that's mm. your yeah. problem, not you know, mine. Children are meant to be children. Exactly. Yes. Because I grew up being, what, am I the ex-generation, I think? 
that children are to be still, you know, yes. we were in that generation, children are to be seen. Not yes. yeah? yeah. And so I then needed to really allow my girls to, you know, just express themselves. And yeah, so I've learned from them. As I've allowed them, I've allowed myself. So that's what I mean by being the most influential yeah. teachers, you know. Personal development can teach you many things, but those girls who are there with me yeah. <laughs> every day, 24 hours, they're the ones that really keep me going and keep me on my toes. Oh, that's so beautiful. You know, but we've got to go. We're going to go, Yep. It's time. Really? I know. Oh, God, that went fast. And it I chose fast. the last song. It's called Clarity by mm. John Mayer. And I chose it because, as you said earlier, when you do have radical acceptance, you do allow, and through that allowing, you will get clarity mm. on where you should go next. Yeah, just be patient, huh? Yeah. So thank you so much for coming to yeah, the beaches so and, and chatting with us. Thank you. We've loved it. Karen's. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure. That's okay, Susie. <laughs> Okay, so enjoy um, John Mayer for Clarity. And Kaz, I'll see you next week. You will. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. Until next time, may your days be filled with love and gratitude. And remember, we'll see you in the mirror. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you. <laughs>